I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, today we are joined by the fabulous Jane Mayer for a head of marketing in Free Now. Hello, Jane. Hello, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. Not too bad. Great to have you on the podcast and obviously joined as ever the wind beneath my wings, Shane W. Brennan. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm going to give myself the title, the wind beneath your wings. Like That's a great title. <laughs> it's I mean, not a bad I one. Ask for better. Do you think if I change the LinkedIn, would it be the wind beneath your wings so anyone reading it would think it's their wings or should I say the wind beneath no, Aaron's no, wings? No, just my wings. Just, just I'm my like, wings. Okay. Keep it to the collective. It's yeah, everybody's wings. It's everyone's wings. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I can be the We're one. We're all empowered. There's no need to get jealous, Aaron. Okay? It's not a good <laughs> colour on you. <laughs> I, I just, you know, you know, you're, you're worth getting jealous of. Um, <laughs> anyways, we, we digress. Jane, uh, it's great to have you on the podcast. We've wanted you on the podcast for, for a long time now and you've wanted to come on. So it's, it's brilliant that we're actually here. Um, things are, from an from a outside perspective, uh, free now is flying it. Um, the mobility app that messaging is landing everywhere i listen and see uh how are things going in free now good good very very busy as you know uh we kind of moved through the post-covid world um mm. you know demand is at an all-time high mm-hmm. um so it's a really really interesting industry to be in uh i've joined coming from you know mainly a drinks industry background mostly alcohol whiskey um so it's been really great to bring that kind of layer that perspective to what is essentially a tech or, a, you know, a service industry. Um, so really enjoying building out the brand and, um, yeah, establishing our European footprint. Uh, we're in 170 cities, you know, across Europe, all that good stuff. And uh, the multi-mobility piece as well, you know, um, enabling people to move around urban areas as effectively as possible is what we're all about and what we're building towards um, in a in a, that's a, that's a very manner. interesting that's, a, that's an interesting um, perspective or, or positioning uh, because, you know, from the outside, it looks like, well, you know, your 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 uh, tech allows you to to hail a cab uh, and bring it to you and get to your destination safe. But you're also offering how do I get there using public transport and, and, and all other means. So what's the yeah. what's the thinking behind that behind that position? Yeah, in fact, Ireland is um, a taxi only market, if you like, at the moment. Um, we do provide the tool to, to assess public transport options as well within the app right now. But uh, across Europe, you know, in a lot of markets, Germany, for example, we've got, you know, mopeds, e-mopeds, e-bikes, uh, scooters all within the app as well. So essentially mm-hmm. you pop in your destination uh, and it gives you the various options of how to get there. So, you know, e-scooters, for example, um, you know, so, so handy when a journey is maybe a little too far to walk, uh, but not quite far enough to, yeah. to warrant jumping in a taxi. Um, and as we know, you know, there are they're, they're much more sustainable ways of, of moving around busy cities and we're, we're reaping the rewards of that uh, across Europe. So yeah. it's about becoming a, a mobility super app. Uh, and that's what we're working towards, which is really exciting. And like, that's great. what's amazing, I think, from a brand point of view, obviously, we, we came from Halo to My Taxi to Free Now. But to have a brand at your fingertips, that's essentially a verb. 
kind of <laughs> is because uh, there's a guy there's a guy on there's a guy there's a guy on tiktok i don't know if you know him simon hennessy he does kind of impressions and stuff like that and he has one character that's like the south dublin guy waiting like prepping himself before he goes out and he's like doing all his crappy jokes and then like correcting himself and he's really self and at the end of it he goes mom order my free now at the end of every single <laughs> that's how he ends every sketch yeah, and i'm just like from a brand point character. of view yeah, have you seen it? Have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. It, Simon, yeah. And um, <laughs> the uh, I just think from a brand point of view, it's like Jesus to have something that's just instantly in the zeitgeist. You know what I mean? It's accepted. Yeah. Um, must be must be so fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? It the opportunity is, is huge. You know the opportunity, and that's you know what was what I was most excited about joining Free Now is is that opportunity and the road ahead. Um, you know the sustainability um, kind of programming and initiatives behind everything mm-hmm. we're doing uh, really really exciting and um, yeah you know it's the expectation that we all have now you know nowadays mm-hmm. uh, making myself sound very old but you know we we have high expectations in terms of our needs we, we want things now mm-hmm. uh, we want them promptly and we want things to be effective and, and to um, enable us to, to move quickly. What really made, I think, the app, just talking about the app now, um, amazing for me, I think, was... We're, we're clearly big fans. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> even though we haven't, I haven't really got to take a taxi in two years. But um, uh, I miss it. Um, I was at a stag, I think it was when it was my taxi, I'd got the, I, I was at a stag in Germany and I'd only ever been nervous about taking taxis abroad, do you know what I mean? Because you're like, you don't have the language. Yeah. Is it cash? Do they take card? Do they not? And this was, and I'd just come back from a traveling the world, so I'd been all over taxis everywhere and experienced everything possible. And um, being able to use the app in Europe, it was like the first time I was like, one, roaming was free at the time, and I was like, this is insane. And then two, I was like, I can securely tell a person in a different country who doesn't speak my language to bring me here. It just cha- it just made, for me, I remember that moment made it was like, okay, this is now like as important as the, the WhatsApp message on my phone yes. <laughs> or the app, the WhatsApp app on my phone. I was like, this is unbelievable. And then the pandemic happened and I didn't get to use it that much. But, uh, <laughs> but now yeah. I'd say there's a lot of people about to experience that again or get that reminder who are all queued outside Dublin airport. Yeah. there at the minute when they go to a different country so i just think it's yeah it's just it's just a great it's just a great as i always say what a time to be alive yeah, you know yeah, exactly really the things is. we have at yeah. our fingertips is just yeah. remarkable you know how we've we've progressed i suppose in the last 10 years or so it's incredible yeah it's unbelievable it's a real tool it's useful you know um and, and you kind of it's so it gets ingrained so quick in your habits that you yeah. And you don't have it. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what and it brings value, you know. That's what we're here to talk yeah. about, isn't it? You know, how, um, you know, I, I, I place a great uh, value on advertising where it brings entertainment or value mm-hmm. into my world or into my life. Um, so that's yeah. definitely something that we, we take great pride in, you know. Yeah, awesome. And that that tech space is is very different uh, from your your background in in the drinks industry how do you find that shift so it's been incredible I've enjoyed it so much I had a lot to learn very quickly and you know I I did um 
you know, time in sales, for example, I, I wasn't always in marketing. So um, I had that kind of underpinning. And um, yeah, there's a lot of like uh, performance um, marketing involved in, in working on an app and a, a tech company. Um, and that's really, really interesting. It's a whole science and uh, I absolutely love it. Love the data um, and just really enjoy digging into the numbers and um, analyzing um, where we're at on a literally day by day basis, you know, rather than waiting for the the monthly sales report to come through yeah, as it yeah. kind of commonly is in uh in in other industries this is uh very very um close to to real time it's it's fun i remember me and aaron both would have worked in digital media years ago in different lifetime and i remember we would have worked on an awful lot of brands that would have had daily reports and it's amazing <laughs> the amount of you're like well, current accounts open quotes got pensions open and it's like it can be such a double-edged sword because sometimes you're going so well and then you're like okay now there was a dip why was there a 15 percent dip on a tuesday at three o'clock what happened was the site down and you end up having to talk to all these different yeah it's just it's you a have lo- it's, to yeah. learn to to step back and assess yeah. the the weekly report the monthly report and the quarterly yeah. report of yeah. course as well because um yeah you're so right. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. But it's sword. amazing to have that. Ta- I always think what was great about it was once you understood the company and their structure and what they wanted, and you're like, okay, well, everything stays around this space. You step back, you have a think, and then you try and go back into the data to find what you're looking for. I used to find yes. that very, very rewarding. So you're like, you rewarding, want a specific thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the immediate for me is, is yeah. fantastic, you know, to see those yeah. results and, and see the challenges uh, emerge very very quickly and, and be able to act on them and um, you know it's problem solving every day yeah yeah, yeah. which is fun <laughs> yeah. people do crosswords and they do sudoku every way for free so like <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly i love a bit of problem solving uh you know keeps us on our toes and and in terms of then we're here to talk about ads that you love as well so what's the kind of ads we'll get into your selection now very shortly but What's the kind of type of advertising that just just, just grabs you? That's that's just yeah. straight, straight for you. Do you know, I did think about this. And um, for me, you know, it's about being entertained or, or for, for something to kind of have an emotional uh, connect for me. Um, I always seek that entertainment piece. Uh, I tend to lean towards humor uh, when I when I think about the ads that I love. Um, but I also want to, us to maybe discuss in the context of like, global work uh, versus local work and uh, the first one I've selected I think it's it's one that you know really needed to land globally rather than here in Ireland even though they're based in Ireland and it's about an Irish product and Mm -hmm. all that stuff but it's about getting it to land beyond the island (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh i think that that you couldn't get a more perfect segue into the, into the first ad so i think we'll actually have a, a quick look at it and then we, we'll, we'll talk about it cool uh, so can you can you just let us know who the, who who this uh what the brand is the brand is an old flame of mine uh tullamore dew and the campaign was the the parting glass the parting glass good night and joy be with you all just give me your hand and listen to me that where we must go is where we must be but our time will come and the future will be give me your hand just give me your hand tour dum the love oh tour dum the love okay boys 
Glass is up. It's time to go. Miles out. I'd never seen that. That's great. You've never seen it. No. And that's what I felt like maybe a lot of your audience wouldn't have. Mm. And it makes me smile every time. (laughs) Uh, I love the the cheek and the attitude of it. And um, in ways, it's really, really simple. Sorry, it's it's a twist at the end, I think. is lovely if it, it, it's Irish but it doesn't feel Irish or, or sorry it, it isn't Irish but it feels Irish kind, kind of way and it's the I th- maybe it's 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 the way that some Irish people are looked at as lovable rogues I yes. that's what I was going to say lovable that's rogue a, yeah a big a big thing even kind of look as in like yeah sure fuck it <laughs> you know, you know we, got, we got to do what we got to do now do you know it's, it's that kind of, kind of twist but uh I didn't know where that was going when I was watching it. I was like, what's... Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it is that, I suppose, lovable rogue. And I suppose at the time, the brand was in a place where... um, And a lot of Irish people don't realise the scale of Tullamore Dew around the globe. You know, um, we are... They they are, I I keep referring to them as we, you know, the second biggest selling Irish whiskey in the world, um, you know, selling many millions of cases uh, and all of that. But um, the brand was at a place at the time where the the kind of diddly-eye Irishness was kind of sticking. Uh, and I suppose this is an effort to kind of pull uh, the brand out of that space and into more of an authentic space. Um, the positioning was around being Irish true. Um, you know, so stepping away from shamrocks and leprechauns and all that and, and putting a bit of heart and soul into it um, and and the whole idea and you know facing life singing uh, regardless of the challenges uh, and quite literally that's what's kind of goes into this for me what I think is very interesting about it is it's 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 a it's something that could have been done wrong very easily right which I thought is very nicely it was done very well because there's there's a few different elements I find kind of running through the piece there's one I think in the first part, let's let's half it, right? So if you go in the first half where they're just singing before the before the turn. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked about it was the expectation of the man who looks like he should be in that corner singing, singing big, loud and proud. But the younger guys who might need necessarily, they're maybe making their way into that culture, then kind of softly starting to sing and then getting more into it. Now, as a younger man who would have kind of gone into pubs and felt like that you're like yeah. no no I don't yeah. I don't fucking sing I barely dance like you know what I mean whereas the generation past would come in with a guitar would come in with a tin whistle and it's yeah. kind of that joining of those generations visually and true song so I think that was that was very nicely done and nicely played and the young lads are are, are definitely dressed like he's in the lead the brown leather and he's got the like it's it's very different and then what I think is interesting then with the handcuffs which is which is funny is I think the it, for me that plays on potentially for a more American Irish brand the nostalgia of the Irish potentially being wrongfully arrested by British so it's that kind of you you know what I mean it's it's a hundred or eighty years ago whereas like if you were in handcuffs it wasn't necessarily for a real crime 
So yes. it kind of was that you don't judge a book just because someone's got handcuffs and being pulled away by the law. It doesn't necessarily mean they've done anything wrong. So I thought that was interesting because like, who knows what those lads did, right? Yeah. They, could have, they could have robbed a bank. They could have really done something wrong. But yeah. it was that kind of playing on that nostalgia of the assumption it's that lovable rogue or it's just because they bent the rules who set the rules the irish usually had rules set for them it wasn't mm -hmm. so the rules they bent weren't ours and i just thought that was a really nice turn as opposed to making it like the lads were in a bar fight and they were drunk and they've been arrested yeah, for yeah. assault because that's what irish people do and they break the law i just thought it was done really well i think the casting was really strong they, I, I love your man's mm. kind of mod haircut. Look, they're going to be an oasis. It just kind of yeah, yeah the yeah. generation. And he nearly did a, a rock star type celebration <laughs> on the way out. He did, and, yeah. And I just think those those tones or those kind of elements running through it were just very tastefully touched on mm -hmm. and dealt with delicately in a way it could have been done really ham fisted. So I thought it was really nice. I was very impressed with it actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it also hints, I think, again at the time. The, you know, an aging consumer base and all mm. of that, that it, it pulls in that younger yeah. audience yeah. and almost bridges the two. So you've got the, the main man singing with the big, powerful voice yeah. and he's of a certain age and, and the younger guys kind of um, sharing that that toast with him in the end. But um, I think the song as well is, is yeah. quite powerful. Turn de love. Um, really really nice and yeah i, I never get Beautiful sick of mm. of looking at it it's uh as you say i think they they really cracked it mm. um and it, yeah. it could have been not so good <laughs> and i think what what i'd love the idea of is that the fellow with the powerful voice i was thinking like oh he could be their lawyer or the barrister <laughs> and i was like i'd actually love if he was the guarded detective who put them down <laughs> that would have been for me i would have been like that's amazing <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I reckon he is because why else yeah. would he be there with the And he says, right, lads. But that's why the yeah. barrister, I was kind of like, I don't know. He's definitely a representation of, but I just love the idea that he is part of the law and this is part of the process. You know what I mean? It's like the the wagon in London, you know, falling off the wagon when they used to bring him for their last drink in London, yeah. where that term comes from. I just, yeah, yeah of course. It's yeah, done yeah. so well. It's just done really well. It's really nice. Yeah. The, and, and and that was done uh, like it says here it's it's 2011 it, it was around i'm assuming it was around then like that's yeah that's a that's about right were, and that, that that's a world apart from what the irish whiskey industry is now yeah it, um, it really like is yeah yeah in your international uh, correct me if i'm wrong but yet you, you had you had very few big players you had your tullamore jews and your idls and they were the big shippers into into the u.s and even domestically there yeah. was you know uh, you know three three distilleries on the island at, at, at one point so like and if you look at it now and distilleries being bought left right and center mm -hmm. that you've never even heard of and it's just down the road from you but yeah. being bought by american corporations to get that authentic irish whiskey into america it's just it's, yeah it's, it's incredible it's really changed That's when you go it's accredited like you go into a bar in the u.s there'd be scotch 60 percent <laughs> japanese whiskey bloody 30 percent and irish whiskey 10 if even 10. one bottle yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah and look that i joined um tullamore jude just after this ad you know and um or a little while after that ad but um that was that was the whole effort you know i went mm. straight to the us and was based there and that was the job to be done you know to to raise the profile of irish collectively you know there are a couple of companies there sorry say again 
as a, as a category as like lift the whole exactly. Irish, not just Tullamore Dew. It's it's Irish whiskey as exactly, and that as, was really a, a big part of the job. You know, we were still very much the underdog. You know, James Jemison still do and and did back then led the category mm-hmm. by quite a. a uh, quite a bit um, but the job to be done was actually educating on for us was educating on the category and helping uh, that American audience to understand the difference between Scotch Irish and American mm-hmm. in terms of flavor profile and it's it's why it's um, you know it's been such a success it's a, a very approachable soft style of whiskey you know Irish whiskey and mm-hmm. um, can appeal to a lot of different palates um, so yeah, I had the fun job of uh, educating people on that Love and um, bringing a bit of life to the brand where we could uh, in the states, um, which arguably is is an easy job because uh, you, we know our friends across the water they. They love meeting Irish people and, and yeah. talking all things Irish. You know, it was and really amazing. They especially like a drinks recommendation from an Irish person. <laughs> from like from a, a real Irish, Irish person. person. You could sell them yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of them have Irish roots as well, yeah. uh, which they they will tell you about all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there is that connection that so many um, Americans feel, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's not just America, you know, we are seeing the category grow, has grown um, in many parts of the world. So, yeah, it's a credit to everyone involved and, you know, all of the smaller distilleries getting into the business. You know, it's not an easy business to get into um, mm-hmm. very heavy investment needed up front. Yeah. Um, so it really is admirable for for those who are like, you know, pulling out stories um, of, you know, times gone by where there was a distillery in this county or that county mm-hmm. and and really, you know, um, putting their heart and soul into it um, to to, yeah. to make it into something real and, and, and begin exporting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy. That, mar- um, that marketing is, is, is half the battle, but obviously you have to have you have to have decent liquid as well. Yeah. And with so many distilleries, it's. You know, um, you know, a head distiller now is is uh, to, to to actually craft that product with with the distillery is is, is getting tougher and tougher. And, Absolutely. Um, you, you know, you fair play to to anyone embarking on on, on a new distillery. It's a, it's a massive undertaking. But Absolutely. Anytime you have a whiskey topic or ad, uh, you have myself and Shane's ear straight yeah. away. Uh, I just were delighted <laughs> that you brought yeah. that one. Uh, we'll have to do a tasting on a another occasion now. Oh, or be careful, be careful what you say because we will hold you. If we could show you. Jane our, our wardrobes, which are full of collections of whiskey that we've been buying, we ah, oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah. We, and we, it's good fun. It's good fun. Yeah, it's fun. And like yeah. me and Aaron bought a cask from Dingle years ago. Brilliant. Yeah, we kind of that's a while ago. Yeah, that's a good while ago. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of have been floating in and doing some whiskey tasting stuff. In um, what was the was it. What was the place we did the whiskey tasting, Aaron? Mitchell's. Uh, Mitchell's and Sons. Mitchell's and Sons. Oh, and fabulous. Yeah. We did a lovely did one, one in there. there. Our wives got yeah. it for us over a six-week period. So we were drunk every Monday, essentially, in January. <laughs> wow. It was good crack. Super but, uh, stuff. Yeah. I know. Look, you've been there from the start in, in that instance. You know, I mean, the start of this uh, revolution, if you want to call it, or yeah. evolution of, of Irish great whiskey. Great to see so you. That's good to hear. It is incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. The revival. Um, no, that's, that's brilliant. Well, we could spend another hour on this topic yeah. alone, but yeah. uh, alas, there's two more great ads we have yeah. to get to, Jane. So uh, can you introduce our next ad we're going to see? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so this is one uh, that... I say, yeah, it, it kind of has an emotional um, impact on me and um, 
like every time and it's quite it's quite a few years old at this point um it's been five or six years since this campaign and it, it's from middle and it's the level the playing field ad um it's the actual ad as well uh, itself i feel like it was just done so so well and and they you know it's it's bbdo that they were um you know credited they they won a, an award um for this uh, Clio, which was great but i just always felt from the beginning that it had such um international relevance like across sports um anywhere in the world you know it's obviously leans on ladies uh, gaelic football so it has that irish tone to it obviously and it was intended to engage uh irish communities um but the actual uh, concept if you like or how it's been put together really um is relevant anywhere in the world mm-hmm. um so sorry long intro but um, right let's give it a watch we were told the game was over before we'd even started we were told our bodies weren't made for it it wasn't our time to play we played anyway And together we played like there was no tomorrow. And they told us that was fine. You can play. You're good enough. And thought that was good enough for us. It wasn't. We are relentless. The game isn't over until we say it's over. Until we get everything we've given everything for. Until we level the playing field. Proud supporters of ladies Gaelic football. I'm knackered just after <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um yeah, you'd be challenged if you're on that field. Um I think Absolutely. that's the Yeah, I it just I think they just did such a brilliant job of um dramatizing it all in a in a really interesting way. Um mm. and yeah, that girl as she backtracks at the end. I just think it's uh, it's a beautiful shot. Her little grin, uh, having having scored goals. So um, yeah, love it. So she's she's playing with all those intercounty players. She must be class. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> young <laughs> and she's playing with all those. Fair play, yeah. um, but it, it I think visually very striking ad. Like mm-hmm. to the extent I actually only thought about this. I think about this ad the other time. The I was driving somewhere. And this ad popped into my head because I just think about the location. And I always ask myself, it's kind of like the conversation we had before the podcast. I'm like, was there a gap pitch there? Did they put it there? Because uh, I was looking at a hill. I think I was driving somewhere and I just saw one of these fields and I was like, you could just put the gap pitch there. You could just paint, you could, you could paint it for relatively cheap. You find the right location. It doesn't have to be a gap pitch. Um, but I think str- yeah. like what I, what I do enjoy about that ad is visually mm-hmm. how striking it is. And like, the fact that visually you could actually remove the VO from that ad and just have them playing on that hill and people would jump to their own, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I just love that kind of, that construction of a visual narrative. And I just think it's, that's done really nicely throughout Mm -hmm. that piece. I just think like even with the ball rolling back down and them chasing, I just, I just think it's, I just think, yeah, that the location is absolutely class. Yeah. That that shot of the, of the, of the O'Neill's rolling down the hill is heartbreaking. 
isn't it? <laughs> yeah, such an effort to get it to, to get it back up. What is it that speaks speaks to you about this, Aj? Yeah, I suppose it's the bigger the bigger conversation, isn't it? And I, I suppose a few years have passed now since that that was released. Mm-hmm. So I think we've made huge leaps and bounds in in terms of like the female representation across the GA, and I think we're in a really good place now, actually. Um, but it's just the the relevance of it to any sport around the world. And, um, you know, I think a lot of the big brands, you know, we've seen them kind of really jump on this topic because um, it's the right thing to do. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember I, I was in the States when it was this ad was released. And I remember that just feeling of of pride um and uh, to be honest I almost forget little (laughs) sorry little uh you know what I mean I just feel like it was the the message was just so powerful um and I I suppose that GA link as well when you're away you know um I'm from Kilkenny so you know I'm going to Crow Park this this weekend Mm. you know it's it's a it's a big part of our lives in Kilkenny and um yeah this just really nailed that how difficult it is you know and and I, I played a little bit of of camogie growing up so um you always kind of had that feeling that you know the the boys took priority and uh you know that was just how it was but thankfully I think um we've moved on uh from that and um anyone can have their day in in Crow Park now if uh, if they put their mind to it yeah definitely yeah. I think um I go on Aaron sorry well, it's it's just more the 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 brand as you're saying about Lidl uh, behind it, and they they had um, another uh, another real breakthrough ad years ago as well for for LGFA that that was brilliant, and and it's not just the ads that they produce, but it's the actual tangible support and the money that's mm-hmm. going into the sport that they're doing in the back end. It's right through to uh, their in store comms. That for me is the most impressive thing about the their sponsorship. Uh, yeah. within the the ladies uh, football is that they're putting their money where their mouth is and they're continuing the support it's not just okay jumping in because women in sports is a hot topic we have to be mm-hmm. seen beside but it's they're in there years and years ago and they're continuing it mm-hmm. but they're they're actually going okay what's needed what's yeah. needed by uh women in the lgfa to to level that playing field and they're they're backing that up that's yeah. that gives them that authority to continue that speak as opposed to just just a facade yeah. uh, and that's 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 what i find impressive about, yeah. about their whole their whole approach well we obviously we well we work with myself and aaron both worked with liberty insurance and their Kamogi sponsorship yes. probably from about 2013 Brilliant. with mediaworks and then into our own production company and then into faux so we got to we got to work on it for quite a long time um which was great it was unbelievable to see even the change in the representation of the sport and aaron i think did you do some copywriting for the 2020 was it the 2020? Uh, yeah, an act, a print activation yeah. for, for 20 by 20 print. as well. For, for, for yeah. One of the so, brands as well, little brand. So this is kind of, um, a f- a women in sport has been a thing we've been kind of quite close to since for, for quite a, for most of our advertising career. So I, I just think it's great. Some of the yeah. some of the campaigns that are coming out, they're just unbelievable. They're just so good. Some, the Liberty works super as well. Absolutely super. I've loved that. And then, yeah, I know some people who've, featured um on those uh some of the the creative there so um yeah it is super and i think that's the key point isn't it erin is that uh in this instance this was really probably might have been the start for little but they have 
um, continue to uh, support and be there and, and ingrain themselves in local communities, which has served them so, so well, um, I feel, um, subsequently or since then. Yeah, I think they're, and they, they've, they're, they're definitely the go-to na- brand name when it comes to LGFA uh, support, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, without a doubt. Uh, so, yeah, I, hats off. Uh, yeah. It's great great to have great to have those uh, represented for, here as well. For me, it's, it's to see where they bring it because they've been with it so mm-hmm. long. And they started with so that Rothko ad, that's the serious support, which is an unbelievable ad. And you've got this really strong ad from um, BBDO. And it's mm-hmm. where... It, it's it's going to be interesting for them as a brand when they stick with it where are they going to bring it to from a from a marketing point of view you know what i mean like because you yeah. look at like what nike's done over the last 25 mm-hmm. years where they're at now and you're like you can just see this kind of thread of like it's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger and they push it more and more and more and i just i'm really excited to see where, where they where they actually bring it you know so it's yeah. great yeah yeah um yeah really really powerful um and as you say shane i think the the visual Mm. aspect is just incredible and i love the script um i feel it's so powerful and i think yeah the the reason it is so ingrained in my mind is that Mm. i was in the u.s at the time and remember that sense of pride and feeling that like i could show it to anybody in america and they would get it you know it didn't matter that it was like ladies football yeah. and what as well as i think is amazing just about the the location is i imagine being in america you'd be like yeah i've played on a pitch like that <laughs> yeah. they're, they're not too do you know what i mean they're not too dissimilar we don't all play on astro lads and the americans would be like what <laughs> <laughs> they're perfectly clean pitches exactly and, all regulation uh, state-of-the-art uh, yeah. facilities yeah <laughs> what do they, they have that in that ted lasso show where they're talking about, I know it's, it's soccer, but they're talking about the pitch size of different stadiums being different. And the Americans yeah. are like, what do you mean the pitch is a different <laughs> size? And I was like, they should see a gap pitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. We'll play this way because it's downhill in the first half. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, God. Uh, brilliant. Okay, well, we're uh, sadly, we're, we're moving on to our, our last, uh, but not least, uh, Ad Jane, up first. What are we going to have? Yeah, and uh, this one, again, I, I said at the beginning, uh, when an ad makes me giggle, you know, uh, it's won me over. And um, this one, uh, it's been a couple of years now, but um, I love the, the tone and the humour in it. It's um, for Skoda, uh, so a car ad, and the um, the campaign was made for a new Ireland and uh, it's by uh, boys and girls. So um, yeah, have a look and we can chat about it. I'm in flat white. That's you, Barry. Coconut flat white. Hazelnut for you, Big John. Oat milk flat white. <sighs> Tea. Unbelievable. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love that it's ad. It's brilliant. I love that ad. I've, anytime I've seen that ad, I laugh. Like, it's just I It's fucking just laugh. a giggle. Yeah, it's so funny. It really is. And made for a new Ireland. I just thought it was just perfect, you know? Absolutely perfect. It It's just funny. It's just so simple. Yeah, it's, it's so simple. Like, even from a production point of view, there's, what, seven shots? Like, it's just... But it's just, For me, it just calls back such nostalgia. 
one it's like tapping into that every man I'm, i remember during the boom i i would have been young in my teens i would have worked on the buildings so yes. like at that stage everyone was still on the tay but it was the jumbo <laughs> breakfast roll had come yeah, in for the building yeah. right so like that was the and now it's just to see in a decade that it's the the what the every man has changed to and that juxtaposition as to what we remember or what we think um a bill my granddad was a builder to kind of like to see him if he the, the man's not with us anymore but if he was to see him look at that he'd be like what <laughs> what's going on um i just think it's 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 just great copy it's just so yeah. simple yeah. let's not let's not push it to on production doesn't matter let's just do something that's going to make and just using humor like genuine yeah. humor i just it's great that's amazing yeah. i think i think they pushed it just enough mm. uh in the sense yeah. that they could have just gone uh cappuccino latte yeah. Yeah. but it was yeah. al- almond flat white yeah coconut flat. Yeah. you know it's just just far enough to go okay well that's natural drink yeah <laughs> you know, that kind of way yeah uh that that's what I i'd say the guys in boys and girls just took a coffee order in their room and we're like yeah okay let's just take these ones <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely uh, definitely you know it's um and and i love how it, it ladders back to to skoda yeah you know it's it's the the everyday it's the everyday man's car if we want to word it that way but um that was kind of the goal i feel you know and and you know, when I look back on it at the time, Skoda were just kind of re re uh, investing in Ireland and so on. Yeah. Um. So they they did a brilliant job at reminding us of why you might love a Skoda. <laughs> and, and to yeah. get across the space. So your man is in the that. driving. There's five big lads in the back, <laughs> and they don't look uncomfortable, and they're able to be comfortable. They're burly builders. Like, to get yeah. that across. In like one shot, there's one real shot where they get that across, but it's it's just so yeah. yeah we'll also show the space, so the lads will be huge. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just think yeah. that's that's. But genius. it's showing it without showing it. That's what's yeah. genius. It's, it's, yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's show don't tell. Uh, kind of kind of at its at its at its finest there. Can we also uh, a bit of appreciation for the fellow who did order the tea? Yeah. His performance is absolutely yeah. brilliant. That yeah. half rolled eyes and the hand just flicking up to grab the tea was comic timing down to perfection. What it feels like to me is like this is a bit that always happens. It's like this is the fifth. This is tea. yes, I always order tea. You know I'm yeah. the tea. Why are you calling yeah. it the tea? But I, I and I love that they're all accepting of all these kind of exotic uh, coffee orders. Yet they're they're a complete um, completely against just a regular tea. And that's the flip. It's like it's like you know when you're writing in the opportunity for humor. It's like would the inverse be funny? And you're like, yeah, ten years ago, if it went tea, 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 hazelnut, oh flat lack of cappuccino then you would have had so like 15 10 years ago the reverse of that would have been the joke (laughs) (laughs) which is it makes it even funnier right it's the the whole the whole premise of it really um is is that evolution and yeah kind of lines up to evolution for the brand but for me um i've always had a fashion fascination with with cars and Mm -hmm. car (laughs) advertising in particular and why it's all been the same for like as far back as I can remember, every car ad I see, to me, they are they are the same. Uh, yeah, you know, you've got the wide shot the of the car, like across <laughs> a random scene. Yeah. I mean, why? Like, you know, I'm sure they're 
uh, one of the finest industries there is, you know, um, with lots of means to make really <coughs> interesting ads. And uh, it's just always the same and um, always very masculine and, and, and all that stuff. So I, I just really love how, how this is so, so different to any yeah. of that. And it's so localized, obviously. I, th um, yeah. I think that's interesting as well when car brands who are traditionally seen as such massive global as in they get their they get their car shot in Croatia or driving around Dubrovnik and then that's then given to every every locality I think mm. like for me one of my favorite ads car ads ever <clears throat> in um, I think it was in 2014 owns DDB Volkswagen print ad and I think the I think right. the copy was the two Lewis lines not connecting, and then it was like everyone makes a mistake, don't make a mistake by Volkswagen. That. And yes. it was like I remember just seeing that I was only young in the industry and being like, okay, so you can just call out normal things. You can just like, and I saw yeah. that for me it was the juxtaposition of that Volkswagen brand essentially taking the piss out of the Lewis, and yeah. I just thought. That's when, because car brands are seen as so global, all you got to do is, it's not big, just localize it, small amount. Yeah. You have such cut through. I just loved that. Ad. It, was, it was genius. Yeah. And they, 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 generally speaking, those types of ads that I'm referring to, you know, there's no personality to them. There's no, you can't yeah. put a personality uh, on the you, relevant car brand. But uh, you might guess. get a voiceover in Irish. Or the worst, yeah. the worst is the dubbed yeah. when they dub stuff. That's, yeah. that, that kills me. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I think when you see something like this, you're like, yeah, okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. When the brand takes the time to engage with the market. I think the market responds in kind. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it is appreciated. Yeah, it it, it is appreciated. Yeah. yeah. And it also touches on on something that we we talk an awful lot about on the on this podcast is, is humor and ads. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a it's a really nice, uh, just the right amount yeah. uh, of humor. They didn't know they didn't overcook it. Mm. Uh, it's a twenty second piece, you know. It it it's they didn't try and make a make a mountain out of it. So I think uh, it was just just a really well executed. Um, and you could almost imagine they have a series of these type of made for a New Ireland type of yeah. of skits. Uh, yeah. they're micro skits really. Um, so that's that's a great choice. Fair yeah, fair play definitely. for bringing that one. Yeah, that's great. Um, there are so many choices. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a problem with the with the show. You'll just have to come on again. Yeah. Ah, look, yeah, yeah, I, I could talk about this all day. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I'm one of those people who doesn't skip the ads. You know. Yeah. Now that we have the option yeah. to do so, most of the time, uh, I enjoy. I don't go out to put on the kettle when the ads come on. You know, I I love seeing. Yeah. We're actually just recording shows just to watch the ads yeah. you know, and then fast forward through the show to get to the ads. <laughs> it was funny. There was an ad on the other day and my wife said that because she has learned from me that like I'll comment on ads more than I'll comment on a show. And I'll be like, that's a weird ad. And she some ad was on and she went, that's a weird ad. And I went, <laughs> and I went what was? And I was seeing the end of it and I was like, why was it weird? And she was like, oh, this character. Died. She was like, do you want me to rewind it? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> I can't even I can't even recall what the brand was, oh, but she copped something weird, and I was like, God. "Okay, this is great." I'm officially becoming your hobby now. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Friday night in the Brennan household is <laughs> rocking, watching the ads. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, Jane, yeah. we're unfortunately out of time. As you said, we could talk about this for hours, and yeah. we would love to have you back on the podcast again another time uh, to go through your next selection of ads after uh, our whiskey tasting, or maybe yeah. during our whiskey, whiskey tasting. During, during, during whiskey tasting. and we could do whiskey. I do ads. think it's a great concept for a podcast is 
having a, a beverage and discussing 100%. things. Um, yeah, um, maybe we, maybe we ahead of Christmas we can do a... There you go. Which feels like a long time away, but it really isn't. It happens. Yeah, no, it's very close. <laughs> We're halfway <laughs> through the year. Um, yeah, maybe we can do a session with a, a couple of whiskeys. That'd be good crack. That'd be great, because we actually did... Uh, our, our only in-person one to date was was actually in Ennis Diamond, in the pub in Ennis Diamond, where we were talking about Guinness ads, and we were having Brilliant. a pint of Guinness yeah, during it. And it was actually one of our, our most watched and listened to yeah. uh, podcasts. So, you know, alcohol is the only the only solution to getting ratings <laughs> yeah. on, your, on your on your podcast well so they do bring a lot of the best ads to the to the world the, the alcohol yeah. space particularly guinness of course yeah. so yeah um guinness 2.0 we can the, do the bleeper yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah there's so um, much the guinness one was hard because there was so much oh yeah. where so did you much. start oh, look. <laughs> you can go by decade maybe yeah, yeah bloody well could, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we look thanks so much i really enjoyed this conversation so appreciate your having me on no it's great to have you no that that, that's great thank you so much and for anyone who is uh listening and wants to see the ads go to work with photo.e forward slash podcast if you're listening to it on a podcast platform uh like subscribe uh all the good stuff uh that that you do do be doing um but until until next time thank you very much goodbye cheers